0: This movie can suck my fucking ass.
1: I- <laughs> All right. Oh, he just went straight there. No, thank you.
2: <laughs> Welcome to two maddening hours of horror and fright.
0: Then ah. I'm gonna knock your tonsils at your asshole. What do you think of them, apples, huh? Listen
1: to them,
2: children of the night. What music they
1: make. The fantasize about being killed. I'm
3: running this fucking car
2: Hi, I'm Candy, the Final Girl. I'm your worst fucking nightmare, severed.
0: <laughs> and I'm Sean of the Dead. I'll be goddamned shit kicker heaven.
2: <laughs> and this is the house that screams. Tonight, we are talking about the 1987 cult classic, Near Dark. We have Crystal.
3: Howdy. I'm gonna separate your head from your shoulders. Hope you don't mind none.
1: <laughs>
3: that was good. <laughs> And we have Dave.
4: I hate them when they ain't been shaved. <laughs>
2: that was that was good too. Yeah.
0: I've been thinking all day about you saying that line.
2: <laughs> Is that weird or...
0: <laughs> that, uh, In, the, in weird. the best way. Yeah, when I was in the you shower. Notice,
4: you notice the the recurring theme in our quotes.
2: <laughs> yeah, they all come from the same person. The, yeah. I wonder if that'll man. be a theme. I
0: wonder if that'll come up again. Uh, it may. <laughs> it may.
2: So Sean and dad's going to start us out talking about Near Dark.
0: Well, yeah, talking about my favorite vampire movie ever. Um, it, I don't know what it is about. I mean, I know what it is about this film, and I'm sure we'll get into it. But ever since I saw this for the first time, and I was maybe 14, 13, 14, um, my dad was a huge Aliens fan. And I say aliens because I remember watching alien with my dad, but my dad was an action fanatic and aliens just, that was his shit. And we watched that so much. And I think, I honestly think that he rented this movie because it had so many people from aliens in it. And I remember we rented this probably four or five times um, I know at some point we had it on VHS, so I can't remember if maybe he might have recorded it off HBO, but we watched this a lot. And it's just there's something about this. It's dark. It's the atmosphere in it is creepy. Uh, the vampires in it are dirty. like like they literally look like they smell. Um, you know, it's not like you know some of these other vampire movies from the 80s and the 90s where they're just you know pristine and you know erotic, and like these guys are just filthy and grossed and, and they're hillbillies, and it's just everything about this movie. Um, it, it's like a mashup of genres, and I, it just appealed to me as a kid uh, as I got older. And, you know, I've watched a lot of other vampire movies, uh, th- which I'm sure will come up. The Lost Boys being a great example. Um, and those two, even though they're about very similar things and they're almost very similar movies, they are like night and day. And I'm sure we'll get into that. But, yes, this is in my my top five vampire movies. This definitely rates number one.
2: Wow. Um, uh, I think yeah, I, I'm going to round us out on that one because I'll probably introduce some other stuff. So, David, Crystal, you guys got it.
1: Thanks
3: first. Oh, I get to go first? Sure. Oh. So, I've only seen this one time and that was like a couple months ago because um, I know we were going to try to do this previously and it's like it wasn't anywhere. So, we found a DVD copy on Etsy uh, and got it. But now it's on Shutter and on Sling TV. So I'm glad that glad that it's there. Um, but for me, for the first time seeing it, it was a great movie. Um, David kept talking about how good it was. And he was like, Bill Paxton's a, a vampire. You, you've never seen it. Bill Paxton is a vampire. And I was like, no, nah, no, this is not ringing a bell. <laughs> so we watched it. I'm like, am I offended by the accents? <laughs> or am I okay with the X? <laughs> but uh, I, I thought you know Lance Henriksen gave a phenomenal performance along with Bill Paxton, and I just I liked everything about this movie. You know, except for you know our our homeboy looking a little rapey at the beginning. <laughs> he was just just a little just a little over. Yeah. <laughs> Dave.
4: But yeah, like you won't. You, you, I won't drive you home unless you kiss me
3: no i think he wants a little more than a
4: kiss yeah this is another one of those that um when i was in the air force we would rent on the weekends and this one was always high on the list of ones we would rent uh so i've seen this movie dozens of times i I just i love it so much it's probably uh, it probably is my favorite vampire movie i'm trying to think of one i like better um and nothing's coming to mind i love i love this movie i love the fact that they don't They don't even really go into this. You don't get your traditional vampire lore. There's no mansions. There's no, you know, uh, flowing gowns. It's, it's, they're, they're, you know, like, uh, like Sean said, they're filthy. They're dirty. Although they do seem to be having a lot of fun. You look
3: like you can smell them through the screen. Yeah. Uh,
4: (laughs) And and Bill Paxton and Lance Henderson together, they make this incredible duo, sort of like a father-son team. Uh, where, where Bill Paxton is just completely out of control. And Lance Henriksen has this sort of smoldering rage just under the surface. Like he keeps it in check because he's the leader, but it, it, at any moment he could just bust out. And I think, I think that's Lance Henrickson. I think he's like that in everything you see him in. Yeah. He's got this just something right under the surface. Um, and I like the fact there's not a whole lot of the typical vampire lore. We, we don't have to get into this stuff. I think, I think, I think one of their pistols even has a crucifix on the, on the, on the handle. Yeah. yeah, on the butt, and once so they they do away with a lot of it. You get the sunlight and having to drink blood, but yeah, I mean, they don't they don't even really have to be vampires in this. They're just they're yeah. just
0: they immortal. don't they don't even they, have fangs. You're yeah, right. you, don't, right. you don't see Thanks. fangs. Um, they have and really just,
3: cool spurs. They have, yeah. have some cool spurs.
0: It just some it breaks it breaks a lot of the traditions with when it comes to vampires, and you know I think that that's kind of what makes it. And either you love it or you hate it type of thing.
4: Yeah, I think I think a lot of people get put off by that, right? They're, they're, and the fact that they're grungy and you know, they're 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 just gypsies living out of this Winnebago. Yeah. Yeah. With with um, you know, uh scotch taped up uh tinfoil over the windows like uh, breaking bad. Yeah. yeah. So-
3: they were cooking in there though. I mean tinfoil on the windows and the mm. Texas. <laughs> you saw
4: if you that saw if you, you saw that Winnebago go by you'd be thinking meth
3: heads <laughs> no, <probably. laughs> right yeah. in white like trash yeah yes absolutely I mentioned to my my boss that we were this is the movie that we were talking about tonight and he, he had to stop and think for a second I was like Bill Paxton and vampires he said oh my god I love that movie I was like but that's like my cold kind of favorite movie, and I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> you get way too excited here.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so yeah, you and, know, just a little. And
4: also, Tim Thomerson, let's as the as the dad. Uh, he started as a comedian. I think the first time I ever saw Tim Thomerson was like on an HBO comedy special doing stand up, uh, and he was real funny. And but he's a doll man. You know, the classic eighties cheese. Uh, you know, low budget sci fi. Uh, it was. He, he's always doll man. If there's there's statues of great 80s, bad sci-fi movies, he he would have one of himself. For Dollman and Trancers, Trancers was another real bad. I love
2: Trancers, but I love full moon movies. Unironically.
4: Trancers has got the best tagline. Was it Jack Death is back and he's never even been here before.
2: (laughs) And Trancers series went on forever. Yeah. Because when my mom worked at the video store the full moon, you know, they were always trying to send screeners and so people would buy copies for people to rent at the stores and she got to keep the screeners and usually like big budget stuff never did it. But like, so we had a house full of full moon movies and uh, trauma did the same thing. So I had a whole bunch of trauma.
4: Yeah. It's just a pleasure to see Tim Thomerson in something always.
2: He definitely has good dad energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am going to round us out I I think season six is a season that candy is torn on every topic
0: uh, where I'm, I'm <laughs> we, like, we this, like, we knew it was coming. We knew it was coming.
2: I'm not actually being wet blanket. I promise. Just hear me no. out. We know that I love vampires and we know that I love Gothic vampires. Like Lestat is peak vampire to me, you know, very fussy about his appearance and lavish living. Well, Living, unliving, whatever. Um, that's exactly. like vampire to me. I like gothic shit. But what pulls me in with near dark is that one, I love vampires, it did something different, which is cool, doesn't always work for me, but I like westerns. So the western element pulls me in because I don't have my pretty gothic vampires or my sexy gothic vampires. They're they're not they're not sexy, they do look like they stink. They look like you know, do you remember the old website, People of Walmart?
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah
2: yeah. okay so diamondback's <laughs> hair looks matted like the people of walmart hair and i can't get out every time i look at it i'm just like i bet it's like it doesn't move if you touch it like and not from styling just I mean, from like filth
0: the whole time yeah. we watched it every time diamondback was on she's made a comment about her
2: i'm like her fucking <laughs> hair is killing me i can't i don't even know i couldn't even tell you anything she was wearing i just stared at the hair the but,
4: peroxide bleach and the roots out of control
2: but you know that was kind of a fun.
3: My family.
2: Yeah, that was kind of a fun '80s thing. But like her hair, just I can't with her hair. But but it's part of like. But see, I can double back on it. I cannot like it, but I can be like. But that's such the Western thing, like making it dirty, making it not really sexy, making it, you know, like this band of gypsies, like you guys said. Like I actually get pulled back into that because me being me and being into all this fussy shit that I like, but then I love Westerns. I just fuck the first novel I ever wrote was a fucking Western and nobody would ever guess that, but it's true. So I love the Western element and just sort of like the mix. So, um, so yeah, I, I mean, I had to come in with like, we know that I like Gothic vampires, but I do like this movie. My favorite scene that I live for in this, I'm just going to throw this out now so we can talk about it. The bar scene
1: yeah yeah every
2: time i watch this movie it's for the bar scene it's it starts and i'm just like here we are because like during the most iconic scene with the spurs where he's you know splitting the the uh bartender's throat with the spurs severness best character ever but um it's playing beaver by the cramps which is amazing Mm -hmm. yeah one of my favorite bands so like it's just it's like this really cool iconic moment like you know we'll just take the glass just the glass yeah, just the glass. Yeah, like it's it's so badass, so just a different take on westerns. Like they did that so right. So I just want to throw that out there.
0: Yeah, and I think you know you talk about them being gypsies. Um, they're scavengers. They just they when they when they need to switch cars, they go and steal a car from a lot, you know, and they burn the RV, and you know, or they they steal the van. You know, I mean, it's just they're just scavengers, and it's totally different from how other vampires are portrayed. You know, you would think you, you're you living 100, 150 years. You would have, you know, made some sort of, you know, smart financial decisions in that time, maybe invested your money into Apple or IBM or, you know, whatever. But no, they're just scavengers. They don't care reckless, about anything. They're
2: outlaws yeah. in that Western tone.
0: Yeah. And I and that's what, you know, I for me is so appealing and I think that also the western theme is what kind of turns people off because you got to think in the 80s westerns weren't all that popular. No, but they and, had a resurgence it,
2: with Unforgiven in the Right.
0: Prison. Right. And so, you know, but the, but the direction that they took um, you know, to kind of mash up a western and a horror At that time period, like either you're committing suicide or you're, you know.
4: I can't get any love for Silverado.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No. That one's a guilty pleasure of mine. I don't think I've ever seen it. I've heard of it, but I don't think I've ever seen it.
2: I'm into like Bonanza Western, which I get a lot of shit for, but I fucking love Bonanza. (laughs) My internet went out, so I hope you guys are still talking about Western. Yes. Yeah. yes. Okay. Yeah. okay. I was like, yeah. what, <laughs> cool.
3: It made me laugh because, um, when we, when we went home at Christmas and we were talking to my parents, we were talking about like, uh, James Arnest and stuff. And my mom doesn't like horror movies or anything. Or anytime my dad puts on a movie and it's black and white, she messages me. And she's like, your dad's on the shit again with these old ass movies. And so I'm like, you know, she doesn't know who James Arness is. So I'm trying to tell her. She was like, he's from Bonanza. Like, I know who that is.
2: <laughs> Gunsmoke. He's from Gunsmoke. Because he well, was a yeah. big, big guy. But Gunsmoke and Bonanza are kind of interchangeable a little mm-hmm. bit. And he was in Red A Thing from Another World. Yes. Yes, that's the movie that we were talking about. He was Big Carrot. Big Carrot. Carrot, carrot monster. I'm sorry. That shows you my Western nerd
4: stuff coming out <laughs> no don't be sorry But well, so you, so we're talking about how they uh, they have to like burn the rv you get the impression that they have to do that because they have to feed every night at least i don't know that that's that that's stated overtly in the film that they have to feed every night but i, I think it they do like say that, it
2: at one point that they do have to do it night after night
4: so. so so they're almost uh they're prisoners of their own of their own hunger they can't like they wouldn't be able to put down roots because they have to kill so many people And so they're basically, they're forced to live like that. It doesn't even look like it's a particularly enjoyable way to live. Like, I think you get the impression they'd rather be able to settle down, but they can't. They're forced to keep moving different car every night, you know, same clothes over and over, you know, that that scene where they get that new, the new Winnebago and they immediately all start blacking out the windows. Like they all know their jobs. It's like they've done this a thousand times before, literally. It's it's almost like it doesn't seem like it's a particularly pleasant way to spend eternity.
0: Right. You know, and like, you know, when they have to feed and you see like Homer lays down next to the bicycle, you know, and, and it's just this is how they do it night after night. I see
2: Severin like, slicks up and he, you know, hits on the ladies because they're good looking kind of young gent and they all have their things. May is, you know, the sexy ingenue and, um, you know, Diamondback and Jesse are always together. You know, I think it's been a neat little vignette.
0: Yeah and it you know and it goes into the fact that they don't age um they do touch on that when he they he starts uh Jesse calls Homer old man you know and he's, right. he's just this young kid you know but you get the okay. the impression that he's been that way for a long time he talks about like you don't know what it's like being trapped in this body or whatever and Severin's like oh but I have to hear about it night after night right
2: i do have something to say just really quick while i'm thinking about it yeah. So Homer's constantly putting across that he's an old guy trapped in this young body, but what's the obsession with the fucking sister? Right. With Caleb's
0: sister. sister. Yeah. Well, I think here's
2: this young actual child. I'm like, if you're an old man and and that's creepy.
0: Yeah. But you gotta, I mean, granted, yes, mentally he's, he's an old man, but he's stuck in this young kid's body and a young kid's not going to be able to hook up you gonna
2: tell me in a couple hundred years he hasn't met another child or something. You know, I say it was kind of well, no, but I think
0: rushed. because I think I think he wants to turn her so that he'll have, you know, because at the time when he sees her at the at the coke machine, he has no idea that that's Birdie's sister.
2: You know, I just put something together
0: because yeah. he turned May and then right. May
2: was well, okay, it makes sense now. Never mind. I, I, he's jealous. Mind.
4: He's jealous of Caleb, and so he's going to take something of Caleb's because Caleb now. picks up. Took something. Of his.
2: I think
0: yeah. I was too creeped
4: out for a minute, but it makes sense. No, and also it's his little kid. I, I don't. I don't know how old he's supposed to be. I don't think they say what is he twelve or something. You know, probably doesn't have any. You know, sexually not developed. So he he wants a companion, but it, what does he do? He just sits and watches TV when he has her. He just wants to sit and watch TV.
1: Right.
4: These kids do. Yeah, he he wants that back. Um Yeah, it's, yeah it's kind imagine.
0: Of, it's almost poignant. I imagine that's what he was getting with may was you know a companion something similar to what jesse and diamondback have right and but he can't ever
4: he can't ever give her everything she needs right but she's right. obviously an adult woman yeah, jesse really and diamondback's cool, relationship is fascinating talk about is backstory this is the movie that i want backstory on every single thing i want to know each one of them i want to see how they turn the other I want, I want,
0: I want it all. Yeah, little
3: right. kind of glimpses. They give you little glimpses of kind of what well and transpired and happened and stuff. I want when, it
0: all. When Jesse talks about you know Civil War, uh, you know I want to know all about that. I want, <laughs> right, I want to, I want to see him, you know, back then and getting turned and when they were in Chicago and lit that fire. Yeah, fire. that's such
2: a little like I'm like you know what they're talking about, right?
0: Right, right. right.
2: But I wanted to say something about Severin. Like, everybody's looking for a companion, and Severin gives no fucks. I love that about him. He's such a badass. He's like your ultimate, if we're talking Westerns, you know, quick draw, badass, goes town to town, killing people, doesn't need a woman. Like, he's just, mm, he's just the ultimate badass. I find that incredibly hot. <laughs> I'm going to be creepy. Erica's going to be, she, she wanted me to be creepy about Lance Henriksen for her. I'm gonna be creepy about Bill Paxton.
0: Well, who who couldn't be creepy about Bill Paxton? He's fucking fantastic. He, that's so He's much so charisma honest. and
4: that, that dark charisma.
0: Yeah. And and you know, we can sit here and talk about his roles in this and in aliens, uh the small hey, role he had man. in Terminator. But I mean shit, Candy and I watched Big Love and uh-huh. his, his fucking character in Big Love was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we yeah, lost him like- Yeah, yeah I'm sad about that
2: all the fucking time. Like, damn, really?
0: Yeah, Predator Two. Oh God, what a turd movie! <laughs>
2: <laughs> and like later yes, I mean, roles, he got to be more dramatic, but he was still fucking Bill Paxton. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like,
4: I mean, uh and and talking about Terminator. Two, uh well, terminator, terminator two, the uh the guy in the bar was the same biker that the Schwarzenegger smacks yep. around to get the, the motorcycle and the your boots, your motorcycle. Which is kind of interesting. I think he's I think he's credited as sleazy bar guy or something. Yeah. <laughs> he's
3: good at it. Yeah. Tight test. It's gross. Catherine Bigelow did a great job directing this. And this was her. Her
0: uh, directorial debut, fellow mm-hmm. debut. She yeah, and went on to, do, went on to well, do. Now she's
2: got Best Director Oscar. You yeah. Know. She, yeah, she, she went two on two to do days Strange, days. Strange Days.
4: Strange Days is a good movie. That's another one's hard yeah, to find. That's hard, she, that hard to she find. She is
2: now like an Oscar winner, and she was yeah. the first woman to do that. And that's pretty fucking impressive. Right. I watched if that documentary and her talking, and she's just so. She has charisma. I'm like, she knows what the fuck she's doing.
0: And that was Hurt Locker, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Hurt Locker in 2010.
4: If you want a a good laugh, go on YouTube and look up the the video of James Cameron's reaction to her winning the Oscar over his Avatar in 2010. His ex-wife wins the uh, the first female to win, you know, best director.
3: It's really funny, though, because his, his
4: reaction is hilarious. Yeah,
3: Bill yeah. Paxton said that the guy that flips him off in the vehicle is James Cameron. Is yeah, James right. Cameron.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, he had a, he was the reason that Bill Paxton and Lance Henriksen would, were in this. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. It was a suggestion to her about, you know, if you're going to do this, you need some star power. And here I just used all these people in Aliens. So have at it.
3: Right. I bet he's kicking and, himself now.
0: <laughs> and and I believe uh Michael Bain was gonna be in it, but ended up turning it down. He wasn't happy with the script or something like that.
2: Something like that. I didn't Yeah, he that.
4: was gonna be he was yeah. up for Lance Henriksen's
0: role, right?
2: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I did not write that part down. I don't know why. And okay. then
0: uh Adrian Pastar who who played uh Caleb, he was uh originally um Johnny Depp tried out for that role so that would have been interesting. I like,
2: I like him in this movie although i'm just gonna go right ahead and do this my biggest complaint about this movie is the fucking ending it's so sappy i'm on the fucking vampire side the whole time just like when i watch a western i'm on the outlaws fucking side i love that that risk that you know adventure that sense of like no place to put down roots and you're just out there surviving every you know i like that and then they're just like it's a love story and they found a way to reverse the vampirism like who fucking cares i don't care and i am the queen of love stories i love love stories what i like about gothic vampires a lot of love stories. this i don't want a love story in it and at the end it's just so fucking sappy i don't i don't care about this couple and all my vampires are dead like fuck
0: yeah, well, like I said, you get this. You generally get the same story that you got in Lost Boys. You know, it's it's uh, guy falls in love with girl, uh, gets turned, fights against vampire. You know, I mean, it's it's the same story. It's just this one's so much darker. Um, right. I I would have liked to see it end a little differently um, instead of just finding out that you can cure them with a blood transfusion. You know, I, I much rather would have liked to have seen it like they were still vampires, but the dad cared enough to find a way to, you know, maybe a, maybe a daily blood transfusion to, I don't know, make them more blade-like, like they could, you know, walk in like the sun. Like Right, yeah, something like that. But they still were stuck with, you know, uh, the vampirism or whatever. But, you know, the fact that you just outright, you know, you just – do a blood transfusion. And, um, when I was, when I was looking at shitty reviews, one, one of the, uh, one of the reviewers made a comment about, um, how something, how did, how the fuck did, did, uh, farmer Jed cure vampirism in his shed or some shit like that, you know, like, and, and it's, you know, I mean, it's true. Like, you know, he's just, he's just some random, like, you know, veterinarian that figured out how to, you know, oh, a blood transfusion. This is what's going to cure it. So, I mean, is it just a blood disease? Is that all it is? But it,
4: but, it, but the fact that they don't go deep into the whole vampire thing, I mean, it could be. It could just be a blood disease. You know, we don't know.
0: Right. So then, no, so then,
4: it's not this whole. Super, there's no supernatural aspect to it.
0: Right. So then, yeah. that makes you. That makes you. You know, like think about okay, when Jesse and Diamondback like in, basically committed suicide. Mm. You know, just to to try to run him down. Like they could have just been cured, yeah. just like that, or done yeah, well, something
2: that, more. They're just like, okay, I guess it's the end of the line. I'm like,
0: but but
4: they didn't know, did they? They they weren't aware of the fact that well, the no, that's, they
2: weren't aware of the cure. No, I mean, but, yeah, at like, that yeah. point,
4: would you want to be at, at that point? Would they even want to be cured? They're you know
2: they're, they're, c- that. Well, they're been doing for years,
4: been killing me over two hundred years or whatever, you know, one hundred and sixty right. years,
0: yeah.
2: Yeah. i just i don't like that sappy bullshit at the end i was really enjoying the adventure and the sense of like i think the sense of loss is important through caleb like we see what they all went through but they're always kind of like you'll, you'll get over it this is this is fun and then you see him kind of get on board but then he's off and again, i'm like okay i guess we could have had like you know he gets to go back home to his family that's what he wants we're supposed to care and i what like what, what <laughs> is wrong with me that i don't we're I just supposed
1: want to, to care, care.
2: I, I watch horror movies way too much, and I I just love the sense of adventure and the sense of escapism and just fun. I mean, they're having a good time.
1: Yeah. They're just going well, shooting and-
2: up places, throwing things, you know, miles up cocktails, you know, killing people with spurs, you know, like they're cool with it. So, and you know. he
4: starts and he starts to have a good time too. Caleb starts when he gets shot yeah, in he the gets
2: chest, with it. shot
4: in the stomach. He, he started, he actually starts like laughing, I think, and smiling that, and wow, he I'm earns fucking, one
2: of Severin's Spurs, which is, I'm pretty pretty immortal. Yes, yeah, yeah. so it's
4: just his, his big brother. Uh, and it, and, and it, I
2: like that we actually still have the guns. You know, like there's a right. shootout. Like that's cool.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah vampires, it's not like
0: it's not Dracula tossing dynamite, but I mean,
2: <laughs> yeah, Monster Squad. That's
1: <laughs> classic.
0: But you know, he does. He gets that. He starts to get that sense of camaraderie with them. You know, when they're holed up in the hotel, and he he He's runs wonderful. out to get the he goes out to get the uh, the van, and he he gets shot numerous times you know, but he still muscles through it and he's burning up and he gets the van and he saves them all. And, you know, and everybody's like thankful and grateful and, you know, this, that and the other. And I get the whole, you know, the, the idea that, you know, he's a, a fledgling vampire just turned, doesn't want to kill anybody. You know, I mean, that's been explored in multiple vampire films. And the fact that like, you know, at first, like May is willing to like take care of him and like feed him, but then it gets to a point to where she's like, "You're gonna kill me if you keep, keep it yeah. up," you know. Um, so he and they had to teach him to like you have to learn to fend for yourself. All the other ones are fending for themselves. You know, they they split up, they go out, they don't hunt in packs, they kind of separate and go eat, and then they all meet up and find a place to sleep
4: yeah I love that they all have their own sort of modus operandi they all you know uh, uh Homer does the little kid thing but the bike Yeah, know and you almost get the impression he's bored with it he's kind of like lays off ah, like can' I do this again <laughs> right. they, they all do their, they all do their thing
0: yeah so but it it, it al- almost seems too easy for him like they've done it so much that it's just like right. you know he's like just like the dimensions yeah but- no challenge. When Severin's standing there and he's just kind of you know slick back his hair and these girls pull up, it's like you know let me buy you a drink and you know almost like you said bored with it like eh, you know just another night.
3: Right. I imagine these vampires smell like uh, motor oil, uh, stinky feet, and day old laundry. Yeah. Can uh, can tamales. <laughs> and the lost boys smell like Pert and white rain.
0: Her, <laughs> right. oh then, my god, and, and
4: clear <laughs> yeah,
0: aqua velva. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that. I,
4: uh, I love when Jesse and Diamondback pick up those two, those guys think they're gonna carjack them.
1: Yeah,
4: you know, when you're in on the joke, you're already in on the joke, and you get to see, you know, his right. reaction, uh, Jesse's reaction, you're not at least so good with your face ripped off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what's fun. I think that that almost makes us not sympathize, but sort of, you know, they're killing these scumbags at least right yeah. although right. when also when, when um Caleb and may are with that truck driver he's actually a really nice guy you know he's sympathetic and and he's empathetic uh we don't want them to kill him right so that's a little tougher to take
0: yeah yeah and it's kind of there's there's like a tense moment there because you don't know like if Caleb's actually gonna do it like he seems he he gets sick because he he doesn't want to. But then, when the guy comes down there and he's kind of making fun of him for getting sick, Caleb kind of has this look on his face, like, okay, he's about ready to pounce,
4: right? Because now, now he's <laughs> making fun of me,
0: and 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 then he he kind of held, you know, he held back, and so then May had to had to do it for him. But yeah, I mean, it's you see that trepidation on his face, and it, it makes me question, like, if I were in that situation, what would I do? Would I, you know, I tend to think of myself as a as a pretty passive guy and i you know i don't think that i could do that but then again you grant me with you know something like immortality yeah i i I may not have a problem going out and sucking on some necks on
4: some you know car, some some roadside carjackers (laughs) right yeah so but we don't but we don't he if he had killed that trucker himself then the whole the ending wouldn't wouldn't have worked because now he's killed he's killed not just Killed somebody. Killed a nice person, a, a, a good person. Right, right. So he doesn't. Yeah, the, the, he's still he's still clean, so to speak. When he's yeah,
3: half morals.
1: Yeah,
4: yeah. He, well, although I get the you get the impression if he had gone on with them much longer, he would have eventually gotten the hang of it.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, so, yeah. I think so. We're glad that he didn't do it. And I guess I guess getting those morals kind of redeems his rapiness from the beginning. I think mean, it's a little <laughs> maybe. <laughs>
3: Head's in the wrong space.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you know, it's the way that the creepy factor that, that he came across in the beginning, and then he gets turned, you know, and then it's like it changed him and made him like, I don't know. Is it possible to be turned into a vampire and gain more humanity? I mean eh. I mean, he's
3: he's a little kind of, you know.
4: I'm like one of those dude bros. <laughs> well, I wonder what so if they got picked up by that truck driver who turns out to be a really nice guy. What if they had gotten picked up by some scumbag or a couple of scumbags like Jesse and uh Diamondback did? What wonder how that would have gone differently if not right, yeah. non, non if, non-sympathetic stranger they picked up, someone really, you know, that you want to die. Somebody,
3: Yeah, that deserves that, right.
4: that's that's an interesting question. But since he was a nice guy, he doesn't want to kill
0: him and maybe doesn't. some maybe somebody that was, you know, putting may's life in danger you know how would he react would he yeah would he lash out yeah i mean i could see that and you could still end it you know with him you know being sympathetic towards him because he didn't kill he wasn't killing indiscriminately you know he was doing it to protect her or to protect himself or you know even protect his sister um and it was kind of funny i'd read um how they wanted to kind of wrap this whole thing up was at the end when uh, the sister busts out of the window of the car that they were gonna have her start burning in the sunlight to show that Homer had actually turned her. Mm. But they decided not to do it because at the end it wouldn't have fucking mattered because the dad would have saved him anyway. Right. You know. So they ended. <laughs> they didn't end up going going through with it. But interesting thing I saw about um, the scenes with Caleb, where he's walking around and the the smoke is coming out from underneath his shirt, um, some sort of rig that they they set up within his shirt with cigars and tubing. Yeah.
3: Well, that kind of sounds safe.
0: Yeah, I know. Um, I when I first read it, it said a bunch of tubing with cigars, and I thought, okay, so I could see four or five crew members off camera smoking cigars, blowing smoke in the tubes, you know, to, to, but no, they had the cigars burning in some sort of contraption on his chest. Yeah. And
4: my, my, my dad went through a cigar smoking phase when I was a kid. So I know what that smells like.
0: Right. Yeah. Woo. That's yeah. Yeah.
3: Um, He had them all blowing all up on him and everything. (laughs) No, thank you. Probably hot as hell. Trying not to get burned.
0: No, I'm sure.
3: That's just hazardous.
0: (laughs) Yeah, when you were talking about uh, imagining what they smelled like, uh, I couldn't help but think about that scene in Soul Taker where he's like, I I bet he can't get the smell of Hardee's out of this car.
4: <laughs> Leak Taker.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm Debbie.
3: It makes it funnier because it's my mom. God, that guy's got a big
4: face. <laughs>
0: Catchers oh, mitt no. with the eyes.
4: But <laughs> well, anyway, so, uh, Father Dude. <laughs> that's, that's probably my favorite riff. <laughs>
0: well, oh man, here we go can, talking about. Me- us and
4: we're off the rails.
0: Mystery science there? theater again. Yeah, we do always come back to. We were talking about Soul Taker. <laughs> Soup Taker. Soup Taker. Yeah. Soul Taker. <laughs> So but,
4: I, I, one thing about this movie that it makes me glad I don't live in Oklahoma. Sorry for anyone listening who's in Oklahoma, but
3: well, this
2: was Texas.
4: No, it's, it's supposed to be Oklahoma. Aren't know. they Okies? I don't
1: know.
2: If they start right out there. in Oklahoma, but they do end up in Texas.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, we're
2: both right. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs>
2: oh, thanks. <laughs> it's all <Yeah>. hot. <laughs> Sorry for being rude. <laughs> I don't smoke in the house. Oh, you're
0: fine. Did uh, Dave, did you have a point about Oklahoma?
4: I've actually never been to Oklahoma, but um, yeah, no, I, I just, it doesn't seem like a place I'd want to go.
2: No. Yeah. Relations. Texas, mostly not either, but I know you've been there, but I, I now I, li- I live in Austin.
4: Austin, Austin is in Texas. Austin is like this little transplanted, you know, <laughs> the island of total o- oasis of liberalism in, in a sea of... In-
2: Fort Worth, Dallas, which is like
4: shit kicker
2: heaven.
1: Ugh.
4: <laughs> Austin is great and San Antonio, mainly because it, it's so close to Austin. But other than that,
2: ugh. yeah, keep Austin weird.
1: <laughs>
2: I never got to go to Austin, but I do want to do Texas Frightmare. So I'll probably go to Texas one more time in my life and yeah. just say I've gone to Texas Frightmare because I, I like to, I want to do all the big cons. But yeah, that's the only way I'd ever get back there. Because no, thanks. I never hear this. It's like, you know, just going to Walmart, everybody's strapped with all these fucking guns because it's open carry there. And I'm like, <laughs> it's like going I to Walmart so in <laughs> well, and the thing is, is like, I remember going to, you know, like they have 7-Elevens there, which we don't have in Indiana, which sucks. Go get my daily Slurpee. I mean, like, they they really are super friendly. I want to talk to you. And I'm like, look, I'm from the Midwest. We don't talk. High isn't as a period after it hi how are you (laughs) and they're all talking to me where are y'all from and i'm talking they're like well indiana you from a farm i'm like listen you live in fucking texas (laughs) okay no i'm from the city we and we're not super friendly there i mean we're not like rude but we're not friendly here
4: (laughs) yeah when i when i joined the air force you know i'm from new jersey and so i joined the air force and i got orders to texas and i thought oh i knew nothing about texas but of all the places to go, Austin was pretty cool. I mean, there's a lot worse places to get stationed when you're in the military. That's a good rep yeah. there.
2: Like everybody's like, Oh, you've been to Austin? I'm like, no.
4: But I mean, it could have been a lot worse. Could have been sent to like my or but when I first got those orders, I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to Texas.
3: Texas.
4: I thought Oof. all of Texas was like, you know, El Paso and Yeah. Right. Just but uh yeah, anyway, Austin's. If you ever have the ability to go to Austin, go.
0: Well, I've never been, and it doesn't sound like I'm missing much.
2: You're not. (laughs) I mean, Austin does have a reputation, even in Texas, for being cool. But I was like, is it like the rest of Texas? And Texas, people look at you like, what do you mean? I'm like, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to make people who just carry handguns around angry. I'm like, (laughs) nothing. Let's go back to my farm in Indiana. I don't know. Well, that's that's what the whole rest of the country thinks that Indiana is a farm, like no.
0: Yeah.
2: Andy doesn't do farms. <laughs> no, no. Well, I
0: briefly want to uh, bring up uh, the writer of this, uh, Eric Red. He wrote just before this movie, The Hitcher.
4: Oh, that's another.
0: And little that wow. I just
2: recently a- watched that. I that is another anywhere.
0: movie that my dad and I watched a lot. And I probably watched that a little too young. Yeah, I'm obsessed with Rucker Howard. That's
4: a, dark, that's a Howard. dark movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That movie terrified me for a long time.
2: Record um, Howard plays such a great bad guy. What
0: yeah, a great
4: ending. Such he, a good
2: ending.
0: He wrote The Hitcher. He wrote this. And then not a whole lot else after that. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> shit. So, he
3: said, I did it twice. That's enough. That's again. right. Yeah. That's some amazing <laughs> shit. Yeah.
0: That's enough. Yeah, and uh, to touch back on uh, Adrian Pastar, his first movie was Top Gun, and he was in not.
2: Carlito's way. He was, he was in uh, Carlito's
0: way. You know what he was in right before this? Are you Solar, Solar Babies. <laughs> oh,
2: so,
4: nice, wasn't that, wasn't that like kids on roller skates or something? Mm-hmm. Roller blades, yeah,
0: oh, oh, weird, yeah, but, you know. But and he ended up he ended up doing he did a lot of Marvel stuff. He was the voice of Iron Man for a lot of like the all the Lego Marvel mm-hmm. um, movies and games and stuff. Um, yeah, he did a lot. But he was in Heroes, um, which was a yeah, great yeah. show um, for one season. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and but, uh,
4: that was the end.
0: The end my of My dad
2: was in that, so that was the only reason I ever watched it.
0: Which. Oh, Zachary Quinto? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know,
2: I love every iteration of Spock. Love, yeah. And yeah. I'd like to
4: just give a, a, some credit to Jeanette Goldstein, who is so good in everything she's in. And a lot of stuff she's in, she has small parts. She was yeah. in a couple of the Lethal Weapon movies, I think. And she is, mm-hmm. every scene she's in, she's amazing. And she's so good in this. She obviously Vasquez from Aliens, which is probably her most famous role. Yeah. She has the best burn ever when he says, have you ever been mistaken for a man? No. Have you? <laughs> <laughs> the burn of the best burn ever in the history of movies right she's so good she's such a good actor. and i've read about her they said she's just she's just such a professional yeah
1: and she has
3: her own bra line now
4: yeah hey, we looked up she has a, a bra line oh That's wow
1: yeah
3: bra. bras
2: budge in it
4: nice and how much do we love her in aliens
1: oh, man. I, like, I have a fondness for aliens stuff. which
2: is weird because i'm not an action movie person but my mom she kind of is. So I was exposed to that young. And I just, I, as a kid, Aliens was just really fun. We had, you know, uh, several members of this cast in it. And it was just, it was fun. Mm-hmm.
1: And,
2: and it's relentless. You
4: know, Aliens is so good because it it never lets up. It's yeah. barely a second of it is not filled with tension. It's It's almost exhausting to watch.
2: As a kid, it was like, yay.
4: <laughs> Game over, man.
2: Game over, man. <laughs>
4: Right, and again, Bill Paxton and Chet in uh, Weird Science, right?
2: Yeah, right. God, yeah, I hated seeing what they do to him in Weird Science, but he plays a dick, I get it. But he whacks
4: <laughs> them both on the forehead with the shotgun. <laughs>
1: so, like, dunk, 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 dunk. <laughs> yeah.
4: He's great. He's, uh, uh, and uh, yeah, right, the Terminator. He's the one with the this blue hair. Yeah.
2: He was like a character actor that broke out and became a star, which doesn't happen very often right felt like such a character actor in you know he kind of is even in this movie he's not really the main show but he kind of ended up being the main show in this movie and like so later on he would do all these dramatic roles and he did big love and you know like he was i don't know i feel like he sort of came into his own later but like in the 80s he was just sort of like that guy that was in all these movies but i think simple
4: simple plan have you ever seen a simple plan that's probably the first thing I saw him in where where he actually did something a little different than this. He where he was he was much more reserved and and was great. David in that's, that's a good sells, movie.
2: but nothing. I can't remember.
4: Bridget, him and Bridget Fond and Billy Bob Thornton.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. I needed the rest of the cast. I'm like in the
4: snow, out in the snow. It's like almost like Fargo esque. Good movie. He's great in that, but he's much more reserved. He's not the Wild Bill. I think in his first his first some of his first uh, credits listing, he's he listed as Wild Bill uh, Paxton. I think. It might be. He definitely came into his own.
0: Yeah. I was, I'm was. i sorry. I'm sitting here looking through his filmography. I totally forgot about Frailty.
4: Oh, <laughs> oh, did yeah, you ever see yeah, that? Yeah. Oh, I love a, that fucking a, movie. Finishing an interesting film,
3: yeah.
0: Yeah. And he was in Titanic. How oh, the fuck did I forget that?
3: That so was... Uh, uh, Who was he in Titanic?
2: Yeah, Jeanette. He was Hilton. the guy that was doing the dive. He's at the beginning. Well, he's throughout the movie, but like, yeah, yeah but the, in the, the, in
0: the modern time,
1: his
2: hair's yeah. blonde in it, but yeah, he was, uh, mm-hmm. he was, his uh, well, named Brock, something in the movie. Yeah. But. Yeah.
0: And
3: Jeanette Goldstein was in Titanic as well. Yes. She was,
0: yep. one. she was
4: down clog dancing or something.
3: That with yeah, yeah. Was on the Irish.
4: The steerage, she had the steerage. That's right. She has that. Yeah. She's telling them a bedtime story. It's the waters rushing into their cabin. Mm.
1: Right.
4: Yes, yeah, so I the guess
2: story she's, of Nog, which is she's you know, great. She doesn't a,
4: get enough. Uh, she doesn't get enough credit, and she gets the best kill of all time in uh, Terminator Two with the the big giant knife through her douchebag husband's milk carton head.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun <laughs> drive-in movie. I remember when
3: that came out. I really so, enjoyed it. What a um, milk carton head. So good.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't say it. She was she, she's amazing. It's, uh, the I, I, wanna know. I, wanna, I want to know, I want to, I want, there needs to be a movie made about her and Jesse, how they met, he, something about, he, he. they They allude to the fact that he turned her, he gets a flat tire by the side of the road and she pulls over to help him. He, I just, I want to see and that And then movie. he
2: turns her, yeah, but yeah, I wanna, a, I wanna, all I we see get are those little nuggets. Yeah, I want to see that sorry.
4: movie where, I want to see Jesse's movie and and, and 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 including the part where he turns her. And they, they're really, they seem to be really in love. Like they really do love each other. It, it's it's kind of sweet.
0: And they go out, they go out in style. Oh,
2: yeah. I'm still just mad that they had to go out. I was just on their team the whole time. I I cared nothing for these humans.
0: Right. But I'm I'm
2: just like that, I guess.
4: Yeah. yeah. When you feel it turning into a love story, you're like, no. Don't, don't. <laughs> but see, I love
2: love stories. Like, I like uh, when they did uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula, like the love story between Mina and the Count. Like, I'm on board. I love it. But here I'm like, shut the fuck up.
0: Yeah, I don't want to. Let me watch let them me, go
2: on wild adventures. And I want that first scene
4: stretched out to ninety
2: minutes,
0: right? So yeah, let me let sound me sound ask tough. let me ask you a question. And it, maybe this is easy to answer, and I just didn't do the research for it. Um, do, I get the sense that May had recently been turned. That this was a recent thing, and and I I only say that because of her sheer panic about what time it was she was worried about the sun coming out now you could take that one of two ways either she genuinely was a fairly new vampire and was trying to you know get into the routine of making sure that she's back home before the sun comes up or that she's doing it as a way to lure him back to the family
2: i agree with you i i always had the feeling that may is hasn't been with the family super long it just right. feels that way she doesn't have their jadedness yet she's still like you know listen to the night you know she still misses the day a little bit she still you know panics a little bit the rest of them they know what they're doing they've been doing it for a really long time and you can tell but she's and missing she's the, that jadedness. and she
4: has and she has still has empathy for the victims in the bar scene she calms the guy down she's like shh just dance with me you know she knows he's going to die but at least she's going to make it you know, calm and where the rest of them are just like fucking spurs to the neck and you know, a butterfly knife to the throat. She she still has she still has empathy.
0: Yeah. Okay.
4: Uh, will be interesting to see like if she had stuck with them for another 50 years, what would she have been like?
0: Right. Probably
2: the same. I mean I think that's one thing that all vampire stories have in common is how they lose their humanity because they've been doing this for so long. You know, that's one thing that never changes in a vampire story.
0: Yeah. That's and, true. And,
4: and, and, and and that's been that's that goes to other fables too. anyone who gets what happens when you get everything you want, you know, immortality and you wind up living in a cracked out van, you know, taping fucking <laughs> <hook and laughs> right. smelling
3: like the back of a cow or
4: cow. Uh, or uh, the, the rush song Xanadu. You know, what happens when you get whatever you, you get exactly what you wanted? What happens?
0: Right. Yeah, it's just it's so it's so hard to contrast like with other vampire films, because like, you know, I think of like, um, you know, I don't know, something like like uh, uh Interview with a Vampire, you know, and you have this big mansion and, you know, all of these Beautiful lavish clothes. Right. You living lavishly because you've you've been around for so long, you've learned how to accumulate these things. And, you know, with them, it's like there there was no care for any of that. You know, they, they wore yeah, the no, same clothes night well, after night. Well, I think night. it's also
4: because of the time period back, you know, when interviewing the vampire, when they were um, vampires back in um, uh, the early days of the U.S., you know, you could kill lots of people and get away with it. But And today, you know, you've got, you know, police and law enforcement and government they, they could they they wouldn't be able to get away with it nearly as easily. And technology. Not, 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 stay, not stay in one place. They'd have to keep moving all the time. Yeah.
2: And technology is like they're one of the things that I think is accurately portrayed in Interview with a Vampire that they, they're afraid of it. You no. see, that's what really gets Lestat down is like he's so afraid of like these noises and this technology, you know, because for like hundreds of years before that, they just didn't exist.
0: No. So uh, going on to my favorite subject, what do you guys think about the special effects in this?
4: I think they're great. They're yeah. they're fine. I like the fact that um, after they're damaged, they don't let like they don't go into a scene where you see them healing from any of their wounds. But they're still like they're not damaged anymore. But they're still like their skin is still darkened in the places where they were wounded. I like right. that. I like that little bit of a nod to like yeah, they're healing, but you know it's not it's, an, it's not it's, it's not time. an instant process. It's a thing. You know, it's a, it, I like that. I don't know if that was intentional, like, or if that's just filth. They just piled on people. Well, yeah, it it (laughs)
2: kind of simulates like trail dust almost in a way. Like, you know, I went through all this stuff and they're dirty anyway, but like, you know, (laughs) when you're undead, why do you care about being clean or something? But I think like I could have used a little bit more gore because I like, you know, in vampire movies, I want to see more blood drinking, but we do get a great bar scene with some great Mm -hmm. blood drinking and, you know, um, I enjoy that, and I, th- I thought that was well done. You know, just like how messy, because most vampires, you know, especially gothic vampires, they're very fastidious and clean, and they're just like, mm-hmm. we're going to glut ourselves on this blood and just get it all over and we don't give a fuck. It'll just be there for days like pressing on the side of my face. <laughs>
0: yeah. we, watched, love-
2: we,
4: we just watched uh, what we do in the shadows again. I'm thinking of uh, Vigo putting the newspapers down around his victim's feet <laughs> while she's still alive.
1: While she's still alive.
0: <laughs> Um, the, yeah, I, I really like the, uh, the special effects in this. I'm like candy. I, you know, I could have gone for a little more gore. Um, probably one of my favorite scenes is the scene where Jesse gets shot in the gut <laughs> and spits up the bullet and sticks it in <laughs> dad's pocket. Um, but Keep that. <laughs> yeah, you know, or, or the scene where they, he fills up the cup in the bar and then he slams mm. it on the table and blood just kind of sloshes everywhere. Right. You know,
4: or when Bill Paxton drinks blood from the guy, he just killed the bar. And he kind of when he says, I hate him when they the he burps. The yeah. And it's almost yeah. like it's not he doesn't really, you know, it's not like he's loving drinking blood from this hairy guy, but he has to do it. So he does it.
0: Yeah.
2: It's finger yeah. licking good. I, I,
0: if I had to pick a least favorite um, effect in this, it's probably the end with Homer. Uh, when he's chasing after him, um, doesn't look good. Now, yes, it's CGI flames, um, <laughs> and at the time, I'm sure looked great. I don't remember having any complaints when I was a teenager and I watched this. But going back and watching it now, like that didn't really hold up all that well. But you know, I did like Dave said, I did like the you know the lack of healing uh, immediately. Uh, Bill Paxton's face when it's half charred. Uh, I thought looked great.
2: That's um, the most iconic poster with him with the bullet right, holes right. and his face. Right. and there's
0: there's some funny backstory behind that where where he and Lance Hendrickson would would stay in makeup and stay in character and go out on the town. And at one point, they got pulled over by a cop, and Lance Hendrickson was driving, and he stayed in character as Jesse the whole time. and said it got to the point where the cop was so unnerved that he stepped back and had his hand on his pistol. And ended up letting him go, uh, not giving him a ticket. But um, And then another point where Bill Paxton, you know, in, in his half-burned uh, makeup, there was a train apparently that kept going through the town. And at one point, the train conductor had stepped off the train and Bill Paxton comes running up to him and tells him, hey, man, there's been an accident. And if you think I look bad, you should see the other guy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, my God
0: can we like talk about the,
2: have a
1: little um, fun with it um,
4: yeah talk about the cover art for the blu-ray when twilight was a thing so they did that where it's just like may and and caleb and like looking adoringly at each other they, it's just so Bummer. not it's just so not like the, the 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 cover art with bill Paxton with bullet holes through him with like him. that's this movie that whole that whole two heads looking adoringly at, at each other and that's right. not this movie. That's such yeah, false it's a true thing. representation
2: with Bill Paxson on there. And yeah. I mean, it's just like by the end you know he's the best character. Yeah. I can imagine somebody like seeing
4: seeing that Blu-ray cover and think, oh, this is gonna be just like Twilight, right? And getting it home and watching it and thinking, <laughs> what the
2: what have I gotten myself? They into? get their sappy ending, ending, but, but like... they don't yeah. sparkle yeah. at all.
0: Yeah, this is what Twilight should have been.
2: Fuck off. No, I need that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I like love stories, okay? I like them. Not here. Like, I, I, I mean, the, the, dance the movies that, Not
1: here.
2: that I'm into, you know, it's like I can take them or I can leave them. And that's the cool thing. I like them, but sometimes I don't. Like, here, I don't like it. I could, I yeah. could have done without that, but we or toned it down. But uh, I wanted to bring up something about What's interesting is how this is often compared to the Lost Boys, which, you know, we'll be talking about shortly. But Joshua John Miller plays Homer in this. And we've Mm -hmm. talked about this in the past. Uh, Jason Miller, the famous Jason Miller from The Exorcist, um, famous playwright, you know, he he fucking has a Pulitzer Prize, Um, gone now. Uh, But uh, I think we talked about him a lot in The Exorcist 3, but when we did that, but then with it being compared to the Lost Boys, uh, Joshua John Miller's brother, older brother, Jason Patrick, was the lead in in the Lost Boys. And that's, yeah. you know, and Jason Patrick, I never for the long time, I think until we did The Exodus 3, I did not know he was Jason Miller's son. But then once I found out, I looked at him. I'm like, how did I not know this? He looks just like Jason Miller. Right looking guy joshua john miller he wrote the final uh the final girls which we uh we covered uh season two maybe yeah
0: Yeah, it's been a while while. so good
2: i think we did it for the first show that we did around my birthday so
0: -hmm. that was
2: definitely season two but i was just like i'm obsessed with this movie and he wrote that movie so we have like some like horror royalty in this like lance henriksen has been in like everything
4: and everything (laughs) Literally. Literally. literally literally everything
2: Literally, sometimes to my chagrin, but okay. Um, yeah, we still we'll have about Fucking him. Lance Henriksen. I'm being creepy for you, Erica. <laughs> I don't I know. I'm just it. Was connecting it, the dots. He does have
4: a great Lance. He's got one of those voices, like we're talking about uh, actors you'd want to read the phone book to you. Oh yeah, Lance, Lance Henriksen, right there. Yeah.
0: Did Dave?
4: <laughs> I mean, I don't, did know. you did you
0: ever see the show Millennium? Yeah, yeah. Was was he them, in that? I,
4: yeah that, was, yeah that was okay it. he was he was the main in millennia that's yeah, that yeah was, that's what, I thought.
0: That show that's what, what I, thought. I thought yeah it was kind of weird
4: that show was like it was a spinoff from x-files where they wanted to take the uh conspiracy theory stuff like to another level yeah or i liked like me with the x-files i liked the monster of the week episodes where it, they weren't connected where it was just mm-hmm. the thing in the toilet or the golem and and i didn't like the whole Smoking man and, and the, the the gunman the the uh what were they called the three gunmen i could and i hated that whole shit
2: i Let never once watched that show but like didn't like Mulder and scully that's her names right yeah very yeah. because it's something I mean, like a it couldn't avoid it it's a pop culture thing but i just i think my mom watched it and i sat around a little bit of her an episode i'm like this is not for me but well, like a was love very- story right
4: no, I don't think they ever hook up. I not think. It was yeah. I thought
2: that they. I thought that was like later season that people. Maybe in the about well, there was that. a couple of movies too. They did come out with. Okay, two, maybe uh, it was
4: there, and,
0: and I'm sure a lot of a lot of fanfic too. I'm sure. Oh my
4: god, so much! <laughs> uh, Jillian Anderson has probably gotten so many stalkers. That poor thing. Yeah, Jillian, Jillian, Jillian. They make a joke Jillian. about
2: it in the final sacrifice. Remember?
4: Yeah, right. dear Agent Scully. With Scully,
2: yeah. <laughs> not your lawyer your says.
4: X-Files started out more like a Twilight Zone kind of thing, but then yeah. it started doing this whole overreaching the whole connect, though, eh, I didn't care for all that stuff.
3: Truth and
4: stuff? Yeah, I was like, oh, whatever. Just give me the monster in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> right, well,
3: you know, feed me some refried brains and we'll talk.
4: <laughs> There's, a there. There's a monster. Don't go in there. Do not go in there.
1: Seriously, so don't.
3: You, you invited Lance Henriksen to the Bedtime Book Club?
4: Well I haven't invited him yet
2: but uh it's on the table.
3: I don't, I don't know. I don't know if he's same caliber as
4: David Keith, Keith David. and or Keith David. And
3: Keith David, Keith and David. And, uh, Daddy Gragley and and David uh Coverdale. David Coverdale's in the bedtime book club for a different reason. <laughs> I just have
2: like a, what a, I call a, my harem.
4: Cream runs. <laughs> Did he do
3: a fabulous hair?
2: Um, so let's uh, go to our verses. Now, this is Versus Couple Edition. For the
4: thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world, ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble!
1: Ready
4: one for me
2: (laughs) so yeah it's easy for me too um if you we did do the lost boys fairly recently the episode came out very recently and um so the lost boys comes back up because i before we do shitty reviews i will be reading everybody's comments from social media but somebody made an interesting point and i mean of course it's out there but it is like yeah i kind of have to talk about this so it's the versus tonight is movie versus movie vampire movies We've mentioned them both, obviously, near dark because we're talking about it. But I, I brought up the Lost Boys. Everybody's brought up the Lost Boys. So it's near dark versus Lost Boys. Discuss.
4: Uh, near dark.
1: Anything you add
2: instance, as to why?
4: Uh, Lost Boys was like the Spielbergian with, you know, you had the single mom raising the boys. The, the sweet love story. She's on a date and the kids are, the kids are ruining her date by putting, gar- you know, it was, it was like a, a like, like a Dick Van Dyke episode or something. It's just <laughs> Yeah. And this, you got I, Bill Paxton's half of his face is ripped off, you know, saying finger licking. That's, that's what I want. I don't want, you know, Ozzy and Harriet and my
1: vampires.
3: <laughs> not um, I think we have to go for near dark because I, I said it earlier, Candy, but you weren't here. You know, this movie, uh, I, I guess the people kind of smell like motor oil and horse shit. And, oh, yeah. And <laughs> the Lost Boys smell like pert and white rain. <laughs> and if I have yep. to choose, because I lived through the 80s, uh, I'm, I would rather smell horse shit than pert and white rain R- any day. It was yeah. foul.
0: <laughs> yeah. Maybe a little bit of Aquanet in there.
3: Yeah. Oh, a lot of aquanet have you seen their hair breathe. <laughs> aquanet and rave you just can't breathe there's just, no. we we created an entire hole in the ozone layer just just with that
2: just to look like, terrible yeah in the 80s to... my hair wouldn't get big and I didn't feel cool but cuz i have like the straightest hair in the world that cannot mm-hmm. get big so like now everybody looks back and like man i look like a jackass i'm like i look fucking cool in the 80s
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right so i guess i'll go um yeah you know i i'm gonna have to go with the consensus here and go with uh near dark um mainly because jesse and bill paxton's character severin i just they're fucking badass and the lost boys i think have Maybe a one-up on them. The fact that they can fly, um, kind of gives them a little bit of an advantage. But they also got their asses whipped by a couple of piece of shit kids.
2: Yeah, right. eleven-year-old annoying kids.
0: Whereas, whereas, aside from from Severin, all the other vampires in Near Dark kind of offed themselves, right? And yeah, chose to go out. Right. And you know, I just, yeah. And I just, I like this movie better. So I'm just going to go with near dark.
2: So it's unanimous. Um, obviously it seems like I would pick the lost boys given my history and a lot of the vampire movies that we covered. But if you listen to our Lost boys episode, I was not nice. I gave it a 5.5. And a lot of that was for like two performances in that movie. Um, Lost Boys doesn't have very good mythology. Like here we don't have mythology and I'm okay with that. But if you're going to have mythology, like it has to like fucking work. Like I just felt like Lost Boys is scattered and they're a little too put together. Like yeah. they're, they're kind of doing that gypsy thing, but we, we totally shower like hipster type behavior. If that makes any sense. Like, right. They're at a little me. too
0: clean to be living in a cave
2: right and and have all this like fucking you know frippery like scarves and shit I'm like okay you guys are spending a lot of time doing your makeup and your hair and I, like I said I like pretty vampires but they didn't even give me the gothic like it doesn't make any sense like I feel like they had a concept and they're like oh shit now we gotta make this movie what do we do um yeah your dark is dirty it's mean I, I like that I like the mm-hmm. uh It's got a a nasty sense of humor. Yeah, it's vicious, and I like that. It it will bite you, literally. So, you know, take a spur to your fucking neck. Lost Boys are going to be like, Michael, have some of the wine. (laughs) 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 Nuggets,
1: Michael. (laughs) So
2: there's a clear win, no no deviations. And um, overall, pulled on the internet, listeners went with Near Dark as well.
0: Yay! It's we I know. I think listeners. if Miko were
2: here, we probably would have had a little bit more discourse. But clearly, yeah. Near Dark was going to win. I feel like, and Erica would have been on board with us. So,
0: yeah, yeah, I think also. Nico
4: also Near Dark has been really hard to find for a lot of years. I think uh, Lost Boys would win out in a lot of cases just because people are more familiar with it. Yeah,
0: yeah. This
1: yeah, is Yeah, but you know, a, it's surprising. It's you know, our
2: horror fans and, and listeners that you know love the show and and are really cool. They're they're they've seen all this shit. So near Mm. you say Near Dark, and they're like, oh, that movie. Yeah. You know, whereas like if I went up to my brothers and I was like Near Dark, they would be like, what the fuck is that? (laughs) But if I said Lost Boys, everybody knows about that movie. So, but the people who listen to horror podcasts and hang out in the horror community, they've seen all this shit. So I knew we were going to get a couple Lost Boys, but it was like a resounding Near Dark. So I was really happy with that that. You know, I just. I was hoping we'd all be on board, and we are, so yay. That wasn't even contentious. It was nice.
4: And one of the things I love about um, uh, Jenny Wright, you guys uh, uh, guys are Pink Floyd fans, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. She was in The Wall, the movie version of The Wall. She was the groupie who gets the, are all these your guitars? She gets that great line. So she gets points for that, too, for being in the the movie version of The Wall. My mom used to show
2: that to me all the time as a kid, and then... When I was in high school, my friends are like, let's drop acid and watch it. And I was like, I can never watch this again. <laughs> like, why would you want to watch such a disturbing, emotional piece of, you know, I want to watch something stupid. Like, don't get me in my feelings while I'm on acid, <laughs> dumbasses.
0: <laughs> That's like the first I time so I watched Natural Born somebody, Killers. I
3: think you was Okay, yeah. So, I, the one time that I watched The Wall, I was drunk, like, drunk, drunk with a group of friends. And like, the ending comes up with the judge, and my best friend's like, that's a talking
2: asshole, and I went,
1: yes! <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> it <is>.
2: yes, it <laughs> is! I figured that out. My mom had, you know, this really, like, taller-than-me stereo system. You, you guys remember those, like, Back parents had them and they had the yeah, glass on the tall, front, right. and her record players at the top, and I had, like, the tape decks. My mom had all of her albums down there, and I used to love opening up the wall as a kid, like, sitting on the floor opening up. She's like, as long as you don't touch the records and I just see all the artwork <laughs> on there and I had the talking asses. I'm like, Mom, is that a butt? <laughs> <laughs> I did not understand.
3: Yeah, I saw it. I was like... Hmm.
0: It's a butt. It's, it's a butt. A butt. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: a talking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it does. As a kid, I was just kind of like, you can't put butts on things.
0: Sure you can.
2: I don't know. I was a kid. Alrighty, so reached out on social media. Didn't get a whole lot um, back, but what we did get back was pretty cool or interesting. Um, on Instagram, P um, and XX. Um, this movie is underrated. I don't know. I've, I kind of feel like it's appropriately rated. That's this is me speaking separately, but we'll talk about that. Um, just a lot of this is a cool movie blah blah go to Twitter We kind of had a lot more going on George PM at a restless forest said saw it as a kid loved it then love it now the girl that turns him was a childhood crush of mine and probably is to blame for a lot of missteps later in life (laughs) aren't we all guilty of that okay Um, Jeremy James at speaks volumes with a Z Finally watched it for the first time about a month ago. I don't get the hype. It was odd and slow. Not very good at all. Next page. Sorry. (laughs) I fucked that up. Um, Got some simple ones like uh, at ailing Mark says classic. Uh, Movies for days. Really dig this movie. Didn't see it for the first time till this year. I feel like it's the dirty Western answer to the Lost Boys and I prefer it. The cast positively shines at us as does the production design, um, establish a great sense of mood and tone. And um, yeah, I mean, those are probably the best ones. We had a couple of people like, yeah, this isn't as good as the last Boys, but most people overall the theme was, yeah, this movie's pretty great. A couple of people thought it was slow, like I said, but uh and somebody said it was underrated. Do you guys think this movie is underrated or overrated or appropriately rated?
3: Know that it's underrated. What I think is maybe that because it was such a scarcity to find, people haven't seen it. So instead of saying maybe not screened, they just would rate it as underrated.
0: Yeah. If you only
4: ask people who have seen this movie, I think this movie gets a lot of love. It's just
0: not a lot of people have seen it. Yeah. I think it's overshadowed. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's more of a cult thing. Right. Mm -hmm. But now that it's on Shutter, I'm hoping um, a lot more people will watch it.
0: Right. Yeah, absolutely.
2: I think it's appropriately rated by the people who have seen it, because most people fucking love it.
0: Yeah, well... Top three, top
2: five.
0: Well, let's talk about the people who don't love it. (laughs) That's us, man. Crystal. (laughs) (laughs) Nice.
1: (laughs) I be like I a yeah, what the fuck?
0: Oh! <laughs> um, so I wanted to start out real quick since we were talking about the comparison with Lost Boys and uh, Near Dark. Uh, the Rotten Tomato scores for both, um, just as a comparison. Uh, the Lost Boys, the critics gave it seventy-six. And the audience gave it 85 and near dark is a complete swap where the critics gave it 83 and the audience gave it 74. So critics like it better audience. Not so much. That's Um, weird. Yeah. I wasn't
2: expecting that, I guess.
0: (laughs) So we're, I'm going to start out with this first one and candy, this one's definitely for you. Oh boy. Now, (laughs) Here's here's the caveat. He gives it a half of a star, right? Um, this is sunspot. He gives it a half of a star, but this is what he says. Anybody else want to fuck Severin? Clap if you want to fuck Severin. That's you know why why a one star for that? I don't know. Um, I mean, I do. <laughs> <laughs>
4: you have five star. Wouldn't
0: you? Yeah, um, you're L, looking good. L with half a star. Literally got so bored I started doing homework.
3: Well, whatever helps you get there.
0: (laughs) Right. Uh, Kylie with half star. uh, Just your typical day in Oklahoma.
4: (laughs) (laughs) May not be wrong.
0: Uh, Chris half star. um, Catherine, big bitch. Doesn't know anything about vampires. Everyone involved should be given AIDS and thrown into the sun.
2: Wow. what the
4: hell they need serious wow. therapy uh, yeah, that's right it's never that's, been laid and that me, person's out walking around
0: show me horrific. where the movie touched you
1: <laughs> um,
0: caitlin with half a star i found this so boring and the lead actor was laughably bad the only good things are beautiful shots bill paxton oh wait hold on let me let me frame the only good things are some beautiful shots And Bill Paxton is the only one who showed up with a charismatic, slimy performance. I don't agree with that. I think that Lance Henriksen gave a great slimy performance.
2: (laughs) They were all pretty slimy.
0: Yeah. Um, Lena with Half Star, vampires have never been this annoying. (laughs) Are we sure? Yeah. Yeah. Did
2: you watch Twilight? Twilight. (laughs) <laughs> did you uh, did you like Louis's character and in fucking interview with a vampire
0: it's always whining
2: whining bitch
0: uh kirsten with half star this made lost boys not as boring <laughs> i disagree i completely disagree uh, valentina half star i'm free the worst experience of my life
2: Oh, wow they what the if, hell how could if, if be watching the
0: worst? if watching near dark is the worst experience of your life you are living a great life
2: yeah you know, i'm saying like what
0: uh megan this was so bad why is the acting so fucking bad
2: it is not <laughs>
0: because it's not uh They're oliver confused. oliver why the fuck do y'all like this movie this kid destroys a whole family of badass redneck vampires because he's too much <laughs> of a fucking nerd to kill some people. The dude is also a creep at the beginning, and I'm supposed to like him. The connection between him and the blonde girl is hardly there at all. What a waste of time. I don't know why I didn't turn this off. 20 minutes in. I am angry. You didn't
3: turn it off because you were seduced by Bill Paxton.
4: He makes some good points
0: there. He does make some good points. Uh, Schwa with one star. I did not like this at all. Disappointed and dull. Uh, absolutely zero chemistry between the leads, and I hated the score. Apparently, it is super easy to cure vampirism. A random farmer can do it in his shed. No worries. Also, I also I guess trucks just immediately explode when they jackknife. <laughs> they do. They do. They do. Uh, Josh Lehman. uh, You know what this movie can suck? My fucking ass.
1: (laughs) All right. Right there. No, thank you. Uh,
0: I hate every single one of these flat, awful characters. That dumbass bar scene and the ending hotel (gasps) scene pissed me off the most. The 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 fact that I've heard nothing but praise for this my whole life shows you can't trust anyone's opinion but your own. Also, fuck people that think a synth soundtrack automatically makes a film good.
4: No, let me just say straight (laughs) up. Back in the 80s, Tangerine Dream did the soundtrack for every movie. It was actually law. It was codified in federal law. Tangerine Dream does the soundtrack for (laughs) For Echo and the (laughs) Bunnymen. It's just the way it is. It's just the way it was, folks. Yeah. (laughs) Ronald Reagan himself signed it.
0: And I have no problem with the soundtrack. I thought the soundtrack was great. I like Tangerine Dream. Yeah.
2: I just... How can you be so wrong, though? Like that that person, I'm just
0: <laughs> give <laughs> it AIDS and scene, throw I it live, into the sun.
2: I live for the fucking bar scene. I, I established that at the beginning, and I will reestablish it now. It is the best fucking scene in the movie. And if you're bored by the movie, that that should pep you right the fuck up. It's great. Everything right. Great.
0: I mean, and and I, you know, I will be the first to admit there are some slow parts in this film. It does kind of have some sagginess to it. But of all the scenes in the film, and you pick the fucking bar scene and the hotel scene—the two the probably most, exciting,
1: most shit. exciting
0: action-packed scenes in the film—and you're throwing a fit about it. Like what the fuck?
2: I don't understand.
4: I watched uh, an interview with Bill Paxton about this, getting ready for tonight, and he was talking about that scene and that he wasn't feeling real good that day. Apparently, was feeling a little sick and down, and I don't know had a cold or something. And so he called the uh, the set the onset doctor to come and shoot him up a little b12 cocktail <laughs>
1: yeah.
4: and that, he says that a lot of that in the performance was him just flying on b12 and <laughs> whatever the hell else they put in those shots niacin and
3: yeah so generally we'll give like a banana
2: bag or like a b complex yeah he said
3: well he know? said that's why his performance he said it just
4: kept getting crazier and crazier because he was okay, just he so high on
2: 12 shots in my ass and let me tell you you are climbing the fucking walls <laughs> mm-hmm. you are just like wow i've never been so awake
4: yeah, so, i can you hear energy, my fingernails you never thought
2: you yeah. would ever have that i've never had that kind of energy ever again start
0: tasting colors
2: bb no <laughs> bb no sorry so um erica did not give me a review but I thought instead of me going first, I will read Nico's, who did give us a review. And um, Nico and Erica, unfortunately, could not be here tonight um, due to work. Work sucks. So I'm going to do Nico's. Okay. Nico gives this 8.5 out of 10 Bill Paxton sunglasses, an extremely solid and interesting take on the vampire mythology. While not as beloved as The Last Boys or Fright Night, it's one of the best vampire films in existence, and the fact that it's gone on to become such a huge cult hit speaks volumes for the movie's appeal. While the story and acting are stellar, it is the late, great Bill Paxton's performance as Severin that steals the movie and solidifies his place in the Vampire Hall of Fame. In some films, it's evident an actor is truly enjoying themselves playing a character, and that holds true for Bill Paxton as his performance leaps off the screen and demands your undivided attention. <laughs> my my cat jumped on the. <laughs> um, one uh, so to be continued. One other bonus is that director Catherine Bigelow has the best three actors not named Sigourney Weaver from James Cameron's epic sequel <laughs> Aliens front and center in this picture. And that is from El Jefe del Horror. The, the boss, boss has spoken so i will go from there my score has wavered by fractions of a point back and forth and i i rounded up um because i i I struggled with a number because i was like well we did lost boys and i know i've been a little bit more of a critic lately i always rate from the heart usually and i'm like starting to be a critic six seasons in and i gave lost boys 5.5 and i'm like really that high okay um so
1: <laughs>
2: i am not a fan um so i was like what can i do for this movie well i i had to go with my gut because <clears throat> i had to give this nine out of ten ten seven spurs i uh i really have fun with this movie it can be a little clunky it's not perfect but you know sometimes within a movie it, the movie itself overall is not perfection but there are scenes every time you rewatch it, you're just like, I can't wait till we get to this point. I can't wait till we get there. Cause it's, it's like makes everything magical. And there's some magical moments in this. You have like great director, great writers, great actors. And when it drags a little bit, you're just like, Oh, it's going to pay off. So um, a lot of that's for the bar scene, everyone, everyone's performance in that. Um, and and just bill Pax and a severin. This is not in my, my top three vampire films. But Severn is one of my top three favorite vampires. He's just <laughs> a badass. And so, all things considered, I had to go on the higher side. Um, it's very rewatchable, and I, I, like I said, as I revisited the Lost Boys episode we did today, I was talking shit about I'm never watching this movie again. Like the last time I watched it on the big screen is the last time I'll ever watch it. Like I will watch Near Dark. We own Near Dark. I will watch it again, and I'll watch it again. Even if I have to just be like, okay, the bar scene is gonna come and it's gonna be great, and the Spurs and the shootout with the cops, it's really fun. And I'm not usually action heavy, but the action this is so good, and it's just that it harkens back with the Western thing so well. It's just it does it really, really great, but it's not perfect. So nine out of ten Severance first.
0: All right, I'm gonna give this a nine point five out of ten exploding semis i couldn't (laughs) i was gonna (laughs) say spurs and candy stole it from me um I, i love almost everything about this film the uh choice of actors in this the atmosphere the soundtrack the the fucking lighting uh the camera work in this i think you know it's all great um the only thing, my only nitpick is, is like I said earlier, this there's some sagginess to it, um, some parts that kind of drag on a little bit. Um, I don't really care too much for the love story, um, but what I do like is kind of, you know, it's the tale of this guy who he gets infected and, you know, he's trying to live that life. Um, he is... Sorry, the cat scratching the goddamn couch. Um, <laughs> fucker, he, uh, you know, he he leaves his family willingly because he knows, you know, something's happened to him, and and so he goes along with them on this journey. He can't pull himself to kill, but you know, he makes use of himself in other ways and um, kind of become starts to become a part of the the family or whatever. And so that's the aspect of it. I like it's dark, it's gritty, it's dirty, stinky. Um, just so different from so many other vampire films. Uh, it just everything about this. I love, I've seen it a hundred times. I'll watch it a hundred more, uh, 9.5 out of 10 exploding semis. My turn. Your turn. My turn.
3: I'm going to be a wet blanket. Um, I'm gonna give this seven out of ten. Lance Henriksen's rat tails. We
1: didn't
3: talk talk about that glorious braided rat tail back there that no Confederate soldier would actually have. Um, (laughs) That that just never did line up properly for me. I have to pull the Dave card on this one. I've only seen this once, so I can't like go out you know with a bang and be like eights or nines or whatever uh it did drag a little bit for me in parts i think they they focused too much kind of on that love story they could have weaved that in a little less and it still would have been a great movie or some of the shots where they were just hell bent on showing you like the vampires doing various different things or splitting up we could have gotten that over one scene where they they split up and then they come back, you know, and it came back together. Um, but I I enjoyed this more than I did uh, Lost Boys. Um, I just, I'm so glad we don't have smell of vision. I'm just so <laughs> glad because this probably would have smelled like, no offense, but this probably would have smelled like home. Uh, <laughs> um, so for me, seven out of 10, Lance Hednerick sends rat tails. <laughs>
4: Actually, according to Lance Hedrickson, he was modeling his character after a Confederate Navy. Navy soldier. And he said that they did wear their hair like that and they would dip them and dip those rat tails in tar. Uh, that's,
3: what well, that's the very I do. do you have a Confederate Navy? What are they doing, going up the Mississippi? They're those ironclads. They're like
1: two of them. <laughs> yeah,
3: there, was,
2: there was a Confederate Navy. I, I kind of like the Civil War history for some reason. It's just interesting. But there wasn't much of it, but it, but it did exist because you know obviously the the union had um way more and they bottled them up real quick so.
4: yeah. I, I, I I'm gonna give this one 10 out of 10 uh, beer mugs full of uh, waitress blood because yeah. I love this movie yeah I love it it's I'm not saying the movie itself is worth it is like a, you know a 10 out of 10 movie but with my tilt I think we're allowed to give it all our personal tilt it gets a 10 because I love watching this movie. Uh, I, and it, like uh, Candy said, even the parts that are dragging a little bit, you're looking forward to the parts you know are coming. You know, you're, you're, you're okay, I'm going to go peace, so I get back to the part with the, the bar scene or, or, or just any of the the, the action scenes or any, any time that Bill Paxton's on screen, basically. I, I just love this movie. I love that it's a little nasty. It's got a little bit of a perverse sense of humor. The way that Homer's dancing on the bar while his compadres are just slicing necks and, Killing people, he's doing this little dance on the. It's just, it's, it's a, it's a little a bit of a nasty film, and I like it. Yeah, the, the whole it's a little schmaltzy with the dad, you know, love conquers all, whatever.
3: You know, I got problems with the blood transfusion. That you yeah, know, that would it, work. I didn't really talk about it. Dude did not even stick in a vein. First of all, but <laughs> you think about it you mean, Like
2: Certain blood types. Certain well, yeah,
3: you you can just assume that parent a to child a kind of has the same blood type you would just assume that um but that dad is only gonna be able to give him these transfusions for like maybe three days max and then they gotta I guess draw from the sister I don't know and you gotta hope that the siblings have the same blood type because you can only do a pint at a time your body only has five to six pints in it so you can't, it takes 120 days for the body to build back up red blood cells.
2: You're not just going to be able to keep giving him all this blood. Does it
4: implied that they're going to have to keep giving him transfusions forever? I thought it was just one and done.
2: I thought it was one and done, but I still had uh, like compatibility and typing issues. Like, especially when he's doing it for her, like they don't know, like.
3: They don't know what blood type she has or he has or, yeah, there's. The body will reject, and you can go into complete anaphylaxis and stuff. So,
2: I see. I don't have any medical background. I just was like, "That's not right." <laughs> that's why we you know, we have blood types, and there's a reason for that. And there's well, that's farmers- what you get when a
3: farmer's doing it.
2: And so, like, <laughs> what? It, which is it? O positive, that's kind of can go to o- a lot.
3: O negative is okay. the universal receiver. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: See, I know I can't remember my blood type, and that's sad. But I know that my brothers and I have different blood types, but we have different dads. So like, yeah, it wasn't gonna work between us, but it would work between them. Like, right. but they're twins.
3: Yeah. I couldn't give blood to my sister because I'm O positive and she's like A B. No, she's not A B plus she lives in the Netherlands. You have to she, mail it. Like A something. <laughs> I have to ship it. Yeah, you yeah. <laughs> give different from blood.
4: Now, I was just <laughs> thinking that this movie would get an even extra point because dad was a, a, and this was a veterinarian. If they had, if if they, you know, that you see Caleb getting the blood transfusion and the camera draws back and he's like hooked up to a horse. Poor right. cow.
1: Yeah.
3: Poor cow. And that, uh, ten and a half right there.
2: Yeah. You know? a cow might work better than the horse. In bovine blood. Yeah.
1: yeah I always feel
2: that. so honored when one of the two of you gives a 10 because you guys. Right. Like- no i mean i'm just like wow okay that's that's amazing like i love seeing that from you guys or even like a 9.5 because i'm probably our most generous rater and i'm trying to be a little bit more critical or maybe i'm just jaded at this point but it's do week but i'm starting to get like okay you know points off for that that's just sloppy but it took me this long to get there but like i'm still overly generous and you guys tend to be our better critics like the rest of us are like well you know i fucking love this movie it's stupid and it's what it's fine. So when I hear you guys rate from the heart or just like like Dave's like, you know, it's not a perfect movie, but I'm giving it a cent. I i do that a lot. So like when you guys give something a high score, I'm like,
3: ooh, yay. Yeah, I probably could have given it higher, but like I said, I this I'd only seen it once. Yeah. So I'd pull the Dave rule
0: <laughs> <laughs> Seen it once, yeah, it once off. As as far as the ending goes, like I can get past the blood transfusion thing. What kills me is the fucking freeze frame at the end.
2: It looks like I've made a horrible mistake. <laughs> and I, I yeah, fucking,
0: yeah. I I hate movies that end with like that freeze, freeze frame shot. A- I know. And I would have loved it if they would have done the, and it's very cliched, um, stinger at the end that shows like a super charred Severin, mm. like, walking away from the crash and saying some stupid one-liner like, oh, the, now that's cooking with gas. And then, it, you know, and the fucking <laughs> film is just to know that like, he's still alive out of, you know, out of all of them. I would have loved to have that. would have been like,
2: fun. I mean, in some movies it's really fun. And with a character like Severin, you just don't want him to end. He's so evil. Right. But, you know, sometimes it's like a beloved character. And we, we love Severin because he's so evil and so vicious and kind of fun and crazy. Like you want to party yeah. with this guy.
0: Yeah, Yeah. he was—he was the wild card out of all of them.
3: Yeah, and I think think if they would
2: have, yeah, they would have ended
3: like that. They would have set him up for a sequel, and we all know how sequels go.
2: We don't want a sequel.
0: (laughs) Well, there was (laughs)
3: supposed—wasn't there supposed to be a remake of Black
2: God's Breath? A remake, yeah.
3: what What we need is
4: Near Dark. Origins, where they show how <laughs> right. Jesse and Diamondback hooked up, how Homer turned mad. I need to see all that.
2: You get the right. I mean, we we'll do? Because it's I like, to... oh, now we're gonna follow May and Caleb, and they live on the fucking farm, and no, no, I don't care. met like his dad, and
0: we'll just do this whole like near dark cinematic universe.
2: <laughs> I want Severin
4: origin story. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. What, I, that I want to see. I do want to see that. Like, was he like that before he was a vampire? Was he a complete oh, like sociopath? And they, and they happened to pick the right guy? or.
2: Well, one of the cool things, and it's it's pleading, but one of the cool things about not having a backstory is you get to create your own. Yeah, you right. You're right your maybe your own, that's right. just the writer and me speaking because I write backstories. And even if I don't use them in the story, I know what this character came from. I know their motivations and whatever. So, like, Severin seems like the type that he was a little reckless and crazy anyway. Mm -hmm. probably a ladies man probably you know because you see little you know hey ladies i love to buy you a drink you know he's all cleaned up and his little bolo tie and shit i'm like he was a ladies man he was wild and then having this kind of freedom probably brought out all of that kind of shit you
0: know yeah yeah and reading it that's what i imagine in an interview with uh, lance henriksen he talked about like how he prepared for the role and he like really got into the origins of his character he dressed up in a confederate outfit and he actually put the black tar in his hair uh just to to get a feel for what it would be like you know um to to play in that role and then he would just go out in public like that and to me like that's the type of shit when i read shit like that like that's an actor right there
4: right that's
2: so a lot of people lately of the discourse on like TikTok tock and all that bullshit is people hate method actors now
0: yeah oh, like, i know i
2: these are people who are not fucking acting they've never acted but they have fucking opinions like right. all the shit that austin butler got for playing elvis and he had that leftover accent i'm like these people have never acted sometimes that happens if you're right. acting for a certain amount of time and i have a background in in, in acting Sometimes that you do pick up these things and you've been talking like that for a while and immersing yourself in the character. Like this guy's a douche. I'm like, you've never acted. You're a fucking keyboard warrior. Shut up. Well, it makes me
0: think, makes me think of that story about when Jared Leto took on the role of the Joker for the suicide squad. And he he
2: sent he
0: sent all the other actors like dead mice and shit, just because he was trying to get into that headspace of, of, playing this maniacal character.
2: Since Daniel Day Lewis owner of numerous Oscars, but famous for immersing himself. Yeah. I mean he's famous method actor. And to the point where, you know, it just people are like, well, Daniel Day Lewis is retired. Everybody needs to retire method acting. I'm like, you start acting and then you get an opinion. Right. I don't
1: know.
2: (laughs) Sometimes a little fun. You gotta get if you're gonna play a character in a movie which shoots for months. Or you're going to be playing a role on the stage. You have to know that character. You have to know what they do, how they dress, what they think, and and you have to turn that on for hours at a time.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's I mean, do
2: that, you get to have an opinion.
0: Yeah, it's kind of similar to like writing. Like when you write a story, like you have to let your characters do their thing. You know,
2: they surprise me a lot. Like I'll be writing a a book, and I'm like, oh man, what's she doing that? I mean, I'm clearly in control of the story, but I'm like, that's what she would do, though. But I'm like, right. damn it. No. You're playing God in a way, but then your creations get away from you.
0: Yeah. I can't <laughs> remember. He, I, can't, I can't remember then, which which writer it was. Maybe it was Stephen King. I can't remember. But he said something like, like if if you're controlling the story, that's called plotting. But if your characters are controlling the story, that's storytelling.
2: That was Stephen King.
4: Yeah. yeah. And the forwards of all of the uh, Dark Tower books, I listened to him on audiobook, and he does the forwards and he talks about how they just basically have a life of their own and they just they just come through him he's just a vessel and that they're they're and he says i don't know what's going to happen
2: yeah he the cocaine talking. Is-
4: no, <laughs> even after the cocaine <laughs> after the cocaine yeah
2: i yeah. mean uh stephen king was the whole reason i decided i wanted to write novels and so i always like the way that he writes and so i have my own version that's very similar to that but you know i i love writing fiction and I, I'm currently not writing fiction, but I have sort of a story on the back burner, but I've written a lot of novels and it's just like so fun to give yourself over to that. But I just, I hate when people who don't have any creative processes, like, you know, they don't do art, music, acting, I mean, like, and they have all these opinions, like, you know, why are you knocking it? They're, they're entertaining you. That's your job is to be entertained. No, you know, like,
0: right.
2: you know, like we're, we're here talking about movies. But we're like forgiving. We enjoy the process, or or it's a movie we absolutely hate. But usually we can find something great about it. But it's like yeah, I don't
0: like wanna... like like I I loathed country music. Oh, I God. do not like oh, country know. music yeah. at all. But I have nothing but the utmost respect for every single one of them that you know they can play an instrument, they can sing, they they win awards. You know, people love it. Cool. Jason Aldean could give two fucks less. I but really don't even you see know, dude. Kudos to him for you know yeah. making hit, hit songs. Right,
4: yeah. I, know. I always say
0: they sell more records than I have. So right, exactly. Correct. And you know, and and same goes for Lost Boys. Not a not a fan, but you know what, Joel Schumacher.
2: But we found you, things. You put nipples decided, on your Batman, and I was the meanest about Lost Boys, but I found things that I did like about it. You know, it's it's, it's entertainment. You either like it or you don't. But like, don't be some fucking keyboard warrior, like attacking people. You know approaches to how they do their craft like fuck off man I'll shit on a movie but I will give good <laughs> recommend like okay there's a reason why I don't like this and you no. know or I'm trying to like it and I just don't and it's not their fault I just don't like it
0: yeah. But on the flip side I've never been president and fuck Donald Trump so
2: I agree with that wholeheartedly uh, yeah. um, yeah. and, and the extra 50. so um, this, was, this was really fun this is a good talk
4: yeah, it's intimate. I love I like this that. movie. I
2: mean, sometimes it's just fun. We're gonna have a lot of guests coming up, you know, like just everybody's gonna be involved. So this was just a nice little. I, I don't know. Sometimes we just have more room to talk, and I enjoy that. And and what's what's coming up next? Here,
0: what's uh, what's up next?
2: Um. Okay, I should know this, uh, but I don't. I'm pretty sure I know, but let me double check.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: We are continue oh no, actually it's the MST3K horror part two.
0: That's what I thought.
2: So that may also be just the four of us, because we're the yeah. only ones that watch.
0: I'm looking Stop. forward to it. That
3: was not the first episode. So you'll well, I to do have the me. list
2: of the ones that we covered. It was so long ago, it was season two. And uh, that's how you
4: and I even met. That's how we even know each other was through Mystery Science Theater.
2: Yeah, it is. And so uh
4: and to this day, I, I watch. I watch at least part of an episode every day. I need it we like, watch I every need, day as well. like I need oxygen and sunshine. Like when we get
2: day. up here, we're gonna get ready, brush our teeth, go to bed, put on an episode. Yeah, uh, uh, we we rotate in riff tracks, but yeah, it was three K. Like every yeah, day. we
3: yeah we just came back from San Francisco seeing Ripa Palooza with nice. Mary Joe and Bill that, Kevin.
2: So funny when they, they did Four
4: D Man, which is a great like what is it nineteen fifty seven sci fi. Uh, it was so good. I
2: love when they do those bad old, yeah. old sci fi. Those are like some of my favorite genres. Yeah, that they do, but- mm-hmm. yeah.
3: They had three different movies, and the audience checked. yeah the audience chose which one. But nice.
2: so yeah, we I have the list of the ones that we previously covered, but there's so much more, and I already have the two that, picked that I would like to do. Um, so yeah, um, I'll I'll get that list out. I will be Red
0: D. Yeah, I just I think back to when we did the first episode and Dave when we were talking about Devil Doll. <laughs> I fucking laughed so hard. I stop laughing! I fucking love that. I movie. went back
2: and listened to that episode. It's pretty good.
4: Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Come to daddy. Are you
1: wet?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, um, I think I I did squirm and uh, I did Fuck tormented, yeah. which is a favorite of mine. Well, you're
4: so fly about that creek. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and but I think I'm gonna do Hopgoblins and a leech woman. So. We did actually pick, uh, did not uh, cover hobgoblins I'm like I'm yeah
0: kidding. that surprises me I thought, oh, thought hobgoblins
4: but... is one of those episodes it's a fan favorite that I can never get through and I don't know what it is I, did it you is...
2: watch the rip tracks version no it's funnier all right I watch. I, I just promise there, are some, you... there
4: are some that are fan pod people's one just it's Manus like a top is 10 mine. For, and I can't get through it and I don't know it's I, must it's yeah. me
0: it's for must be me, Manus, me. We it's can. not you it's me we talk about that with pod people, too, and it's not I a, like a favorite of I have mine. To, I do it
2: like once a year. That's so yeah. being the
4: mood. Although the like whole thing, I, I gotta go to my one-man show, Leslie Nielsen, Leslie Nielsen, Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> a <good laughs> but oh, I I can't,
0: I can't get through it. But see, I'm I'm like that and, and Candy can attest to this, I'm like that with uh, Village of the Giants, too. I just...
2: just I fucking love Village of the Giants. I just watched
0: that. I don't know what it is yeah, about I just don't think it's very funny. like, fuck
2: this fucking movie. I'm like, this is a great episode, Urban Cowboob. Roger cow boob, Corman. Roger
4: Corman.
0: Urban oh, Cowboob is here. probably the funniest riff in that. I just.
2: You haven't watched the rest of it. Every I, time I put it on. Have, we leg, have watched guy
0: when, when the guy guy's times. hanging
2: on the giant boobs, be careful
4: what you wish for.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, I just, I don't know. It's just not Everyone's, my cup of tea. Everyone's already
4: stopped listening. They've already turned this off. It's just us now.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah
2: it's, it's okay. we'll edit this out, but like, yeah, I get so excited. So I was like, you know, we need to do a version two. So, yeah, I I, I was like, I'm going to do Hobgoblin. So something big. And then one of my little sleeper things, the Leech Woman. So which I think is completely underrated. But I will make- no, Leech Woman's great.
4: Yeah, it is. The, is the, I love uh, it. Le- leech is an interesting sort of feminist uh look back in the day like how women were treated wasp woman have you ever watched wasp woman yeah. from cinematic it's like she's the ceo of this corporation and like her underlings are making fun of her to her face because it was the 50s yeah, back i guess then so, it was this sort right. of like she's yeah, empowered but, but we gotta the, the keep the misogyny her in, in that one is just overwhelming smothering you know that she's she's a fucking boss and they're like mocking her
2: that yeah. that was one of those movies I saw on my own.
4: And her story, that actress is like uh, Susan Cabot. Her story is so tragic too.
2: Yeah.
1: It's a good, I was like, thinking when was about when I was a
2: teenage werewolf, but because I'm, I'm I love the movie in general. Well, young Michael Landon. But that's one of those episodes that nobody can get legally a hold of i mean
4: it's maybe, a tough one yeah it's always, it right it always pop and then it's gone once it pops up it gets struck down again
2: because yeah because it's susan uh heart it's one of those ones like on um, the satellite dishes one that because they're finally like we're never gonna get the rights to this until she dies and somebody lets us have them but i i was a tangent werewolf. It's was one of those and i'm like i don't want to do one that people can't get legally because i'm trying to support right. you know so i'm like you can watch the movie but you won't have the riffs and i'm just like that's i had to make a stand like okay i can't do this because people might try to obtain this and there's no way that they can profit off that right now
4: i'm looking forward to the mystery science theater one always fun can't wait yeah yeah it's yeah, to a good show, time so we're each gonna there. pick two you said we're each doing yeah. two all right
2: yeah and then um have some wild cards at the end, just like honorable mentions, because I'm I have a feeling it's just gonna be us. Nico doesn't watch the show and Erica, I think the only two that she knew she did last time. She was like, I'm just kind of here and you know I love Erica to pieces so
0: yeah. Um yeah if I remember correctly when we did it we we ended up throwing in a couple others.
2: Yeah we had honorable randomly, mentions but yeah. I, I listed all of them. I have the list together and then I put down the two that I want to do I'm gonna have some honorable mentions, and if somebody else picks them up we're going to be in, <laughs> like, I agree or something. Yeah, so we can just work on that <laughs> little bit of homework, and uh, I'll I'll repost that list.
4: Oh, melting man! Yeah. melting man. She did melting. that
2: the first uh, airman oh, melting man and mantle. So um,
4: damn.
2: Yeah, so yeah, we, we have ten episodes that we covered. Steve
4: had crackers. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I can't get him to. He always falls asleep when I put it on. So. I need to get him sitting down to watch that movie because I love
4: yeah. that episode. Yeah, oh, oh, okay. it's a good. One. All right, battery's about to die. But yeah, it's, all it's,
2: right. It's been, but it's been so fun, guys, and we'll just do our time because people know
0: that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't have any.
3: Yeah, if they find us, they find us. Yeah, that's
0: right. You know where we're at. <laughs> at this point, all right. Good night, folks. Love you guys. Good night.
1: Good night. Love you guys.